Hello, this is Serene from the Movie Reviews with Serene podcast and blog. Welcome to my podcast. You can find movie reviews, TV show reviews, facts about movies and TV shows you didn't know, monthly watch lists, and so much more. Every new episode will be released on a Sunday. Thank you for being here. Come along. Hello and welcome to another episode of my podcast. I'm Serene and today I'm going to talk about Marvel's I'm Groot and then I'll also talk about Netflix's Day Shift and also about the new movie called Fall and I'll also give you some very exciting movie and TV show news and so much more first of all I want to thank you guys for the feedback on this podcast because you know when you do something and you don't you don't do it with much um expectations but then that thing turns out to be better than you have expected you know what i'm trying to convey so that's where where i am at today and i also apologize i <clears throat> might have caught a few might have caught a <coughs> cold happens when you when you let the leave the leave the um AC on for too long anyways so yeah um i really wanted to thank you guys for the feedback cuz i like it when you know when i'm passionate about something and so many people are also passionate about movies and tv shows and that really shows in the um in the play section of my podcast so like like i don't really care about the numbers but it still makes me really happy to see that i get to share my knowledge i get to share my opinion with other people so make sure you're subscribed to this podcast and also make sure you are keeping an eye on um on my blog movie reviews with serene because um, the month of august and september and possibly october as well will be filled with probably the most reviews i have ever written even though i have written many up until this point yeah just stay tuned for that and okay let's begin with this episode thing that i wanted to mention was you can like reach out to me you can um email me or message me on instagram if you want to you know share your opinion or some on 
any of my reviews or on on the TV shows you want me to watch so we can talk about this on this podcast. And yeah, I just wanted to add that. And so this week I don't know why I just made this noise, but um this week was very it was a very hot week in in my opinion but on the movie and review uh, mo- movie and tv show side something very exciting came out on august 10th and marvel studios says i am groot was released with its first season and it has five episodes five short episodes and I'm going to talk about it in the next segment. So stay tuned. I am Groot. <laughs> so uh, Marvel's I am Groot was a spin-off of the Garden of the Galaxies um, franchise and therefore a few characters made a cameo which I really liked I might have screamed when I saw them (laughs) anyways let's do this review as I always do my reviews. As you know, um, Groot is being voice cast by actor Win Diesel. Oh no, my laptop just... I promise I am prepared <laughs> this time. I mean, I'm always prepared, but you know, sometimes the te- technicalities won't work. So, honestly, like, when when the clock turned um, midnight and it was August 10th, I hardly could sleep because I was so excited to watch this thing. And my excitement was met. Like, my expectations were met. I had so much fun with this one. So, like I said, it's, it has, like, five episodes. Um, 
It's so when Diesel is voice cast, like lending his voice to Groot, of course, like I'm Groot, I'm Groot all the time. It's so cute, and but also Bradley Cooper is voicing Rocket, which I said that he makes a cameo. And this mini series was um directed and written by Christine Lepore. She uh is known for her work for Cartoon Network's Adventure Time. We basically um see how Groot is you know being seedy how he how he grows up and he makes a lot of friends possibly enemies uh, along the way and this thing was released on Disney Plus on August 10th Yeah, there are some, um, there was this one scene where he, he wanted to help a, some cute, what are those, some cute plants on a planet, but he eventually, like, he ended up killing them. So that was that was the moment where I was like, oh my god, okay, it's this kind of a, it's this kind of a um mini series, and it's of course PG thirteen because it's a Disney thing. So we really like we got to see the massacre. But not to an extent where you could see blood. I really liked that this, this, um, why can't I speak? <laughs> the, uh, visual effects, because those planets and those cute little aliens looked so realistic, so I sometimes really forgot that it was animated. Even though Groot was, you know, there and he looked the way he looked. But yeah, I sometimes really forgot about it being really animated because it looked so real. And I really like 
when like Pixar does this because they usually do and it's so re- it's it really hypnotizes you and it did like when I watched Red it, it did hypnotize me when I watched Madagascar it did hit hypnotize me I really liked um there was a there was a scene where he finds mud and when he puts mud onto his body and hair uh head not hair he has these leaves and these leaves um sometimes these leaves Sometimes these leaves uh, created a dress or a wig, and he he was so happy. So it kind it reminded me of an LGBTQIA plus um representation because he looked very happy. And but the saddest thing is that when when that mud thingy also <clears throat> also the mud thing was dry at one point so that affected him that he didn't have hair or a dress or a pen or pants or t-shirt and he was so sad so i was i was really affected by his like mood and and I like you have to see this um this episode I think it was episode five no not five four it has to be four and it was so cute like the way he was so happy his happiness was very um affectious and so he wanted to have hair but because of the mud situation he couldn't who could couldn't have hair so he was so sad and that really like reminded me of um tangled because i don't know if you remember but when um the prince who rescued T- tangled the the pixar one i'm talking about uh, her hair turned and he rescued her and then he like cut her hair because the witch couldn't find her so the witch couldn't find her so the prince cut it and her blonde hair turned brunette so that really like that was a cute homage to actually tangled or maybe it wasn't but that was my interpretation so i really like that cute thing i I was kind of sad that it wasn't longer. But it, like, you know, when Marvel usually does six episodes, but this is really like five episodes and I think um, five minutes. No, not five. Three? Three? Yeah, three minutes each. So I sometimes wished that it would be, would, would have been longer. <clears throat> And, um, yeah, that's, like, you have to watch, I can't really spoil or anything, 
but it, it was a cute thing it was a cute like afternoon watch even though i watched it like right when i woke up because i couldn't wait so overall i really like this one and i hope that it will have a second season this is also kind of sad thing this is uh james Gunn's final marvel studio project <clears throat> well hmm, project i really liked his <clears throat> i really liked his projects i really liked um even though it's not marvel but it um was dc i really liked the suicide squad the new one the second installment i also liked like all the Gal garden of the galaxies i don't know i will be sad when he when he's gone because he has his james gun james gun um twist not a twist but he, he has this very unique um thing in his project so you when you watch something and you don't know who made it you will um you will understand that it's james gone so you know what i'm trying to say um yeah, I, I would really recommend you to watch it. And also, I don't know if Kevin Feige didn't really say anything about this being important to the Garden of the Galaxy 3rd installment, volume, th volume 3. But remember when they would be saying, oh, WandaVision is not, um, what was it? And Wonder Vision isn't important, but then it turned out to be important because of Doctor Strange, Doctor Strange, um, and the multiverse, multiverse of madness. Wow, that was a mouthful. So yeah, I would really watch it, but I don't know if if that will be, um, if that will be like. important for the next installment even though there was this certain scene on a ship with rockets so maybe that will be you know maybe that will be important in the future anyways on the ne next segment I'll be talking about um about um Netflix's day shift. So stay tuned. So you know by now that I don't watch horror movies. But when I like watched or not watched when i found out that 
thing was on Netflix geeked. Yeah, on Netflix geeked that uh, Jamie Foxx and Snoop Dogg would be having a movie together. I was intrigued, so I watched it, even though I don't like horror movies. So I watched this one. Well, I started it uh, yesterday. I think it was like 2 a.m. And then I got so scared by the first 10 minutes because this is a vampire movie. And there was this jump scare. So I was like, oh no, I'm not gonna watch it. So then I went to bed and I like watched, finished it yesterday. When it was bright outside. <laughs> it's so, I don't know, like it's... I'm kind of embarrassed, but I can't handle it. I can't handle horror, even though I loved. Nope. But like I said, if it's Jordan Peele, if it's A24, I'm watching. So, this is not 24, but A24, but this is by Netflix and it's called Day Shift. And uh, it stars Jamie Foxx, Snoop Dogg. I was really curious of the filmmakers how they would tie him into this story and they and how they tied him i was it really fit him like it really fit his personality but more on that later um yeah and it also uh, stars dave franco um, onto the filmmakers, this was directed by J.J. Perry. He obviously made all the... Not all of them. Jomic One was David Leitch. Yeah, he made... Uh, he directed uh, John Wick 2 and 3, I think. Yeah, and so... You... It's like... I don't know what, but... I think... After Bullet Train, this movie also had, especially the stunt uh, scenes, uh, action scenes, also had some John Wick-esque scenes. And I think it's a new trend, like making John Wick-esque movies to hype up the anticipation for the fourth installment, which will be released, I think next year yeah sometime next year but speaking of John Wick I'm also very excited about uh, the spin-off titled Ballerina with Anna Diarmas I really like this actress she did a great job in James Bond's No No Time to Die and also in uh, The Greyman so yeah, I'm really looking forward for both releases. And so this movie was released on August 12th. It's rated R for obvious reasons. I mean like blood and jump scares and violence. And it's also um it it has a, a runtime of an hour and four 
it's almost like under two hours so it's like an hour and 30 not 30 53 minutes <laughs> oh my dyslexic <laughs> um yeah so on to the premise it's like uh james not james jamie fox <laughs> plays a blue collar dad he's a vampire hunter and so they are like they're about to be evicted from their house i mean james jamie fox and his wife and his child so he tries to you know get the money So he has this like front. He he works as a cleaning guy, but in reality he's a vampire hunter. So he there is the scene and they have some money problems. So he needs to pro, like find I think fifty no five grand. So he teams up with Snoop Dogg and then and Dave Franco is his uh, assistant and the thing which I really liked about this movie is the 90s aesthetics like action movies like the from the soundtrack to the how the um the camera angles to the color grading, so you get this feeling of being back in the 90s. So, I really like forgot that this movie was actually released in the in like two, uh, 2022 because it it really looks like the 90s, like it really looks like 19. 93 or 1996 even though i'm i wasn't born back then i was like born in 1998 but i i still get the feeling like i still got the feeling and also another thing is that Snoop dog looked like his self himself when with his um dreads when he was you know b- being in uh, being in uh, association with uh, Dr. Dre and Dr. Dre and Eminem, so he, he that as a hip hop fan, I really like that aspect, and the the soundtrack was really cool. He had a song, um, a new song I think of Snoop Dogg. I really liked it. The whole aesthetic was very pleasing to my hip-hop-loving self. And I really liked the, like, certain mockery of really the vampire movies. And there was this scene with... um, 
with Jamie Foxx's enemy. You know what I'm talking about when you're watching it. A female enemy. And that was very, like, graphic. And also very cannibalistic, may I say. And yeah, it, like this movie is hard to describe because you have action, you have uh, violence, you have um, comedy, which I really appreciate, especially, um, especially Jamie Foxx's character's daughter. She was very witty. And also like Snoop Dogg, but that's obvious. And... Uh, but... Yeah, it was really I a fun movie, a popcorn flick, like I like to say. And so it was so much fun to watch, even though I was like terrified afterwards. Because I, I don't know, I was so, Im- so impacted under what, like under the horror elements that I like I I couldn't really stay in a dark room for a long time so but I'm fine now but that was a thing and also like a huge trigger warning I would say um is the blood and <laughs> and the separate body parts may I say but overall I really like I really like Dave Franco's movies I think what my like theory is that Dave Franco he sounds so much like his brother James Franco it's insane And then, like, something happens to J- uh, to Dave Franco's character, which I was, like, interesting. Because you don't really see where this movie is going. You think you will know where this movie is going, but it's not really going there. Yeah, it's, I, would, I would, like... Even though this is like nothing new, there are still some elements which felt very refreshing. And there are so many cool shots on this on this flick because like I said, I re- I I don't know but I can talk apparently. Like I said, um I don't no, not don't. <laughs> um, promise I'm prepared. <laughs> um, like I said, I love camera angles. I don't know. I just so I get so invested in camera angles. So like I I have this ability to s- spot 
a one take and certain scenes in this movie were one take so it some like there was this scene um in a sh- uh what was it in a in a shop and that scene was like nothing new but it somehow really made me happy <laughs> also the thing which i really found cool was they are um dealing with vampire fangs so there was this funny line where a shop owner said Jamie Foxx had five uh, fangs five pairs of fangs and the owner goes oh that's um what was it? That's a uh, five grand each, and then no, that's five, and then he goes five five grand each, and then. And then the shop shop, uh, owner goes, no. That's for two pairs, and then he goes, but I need like five grand, and I mean he by him I mean Jamie Fox, and then the shop owner um po- points to a price list and the fangs he like wanted to sell to because he wants to pay the tuition for his daughter and for for her school so he and then we see the camera sees like the 800 dollars and those were like blinking i that that was a cool aspect i i really liked the audience how much the audience was um being a part of this movie, like, you know, I I like this kind of, these kind of movies. Anyways, did I forget anything? Yeah, like you said, there were so many... Um, references to elder vampire movies or to elder action movies and also this is um jj perry's uh directorial directorial debut Yeah, like I said, it's a cool slash pop conflict and it's a slash pop conflict slash a fun pop conflict. That was what I wanted to say. Um, what I forgot about was no, I think yeah, I said everything. So the next segment will be um yeah will be a surprise <laughs> so the surprise thing i was talking about was 
actually I was surprised, um, is that a movie which I was very excited to watch, it's called, um, well, it was usually called The Yacht, but now it's called uh, Stowaway, Stowaway, <laughs> sorry, English. English is not my first language, um, let alone second language, anyways, um, this movie, why I was so excited about it's because it stars Ruby Rose, which I love, and then uh, Luis da Silva, which also I love. <laughs> so I was really excited. And also this movie was, um, it was shot during the pandemic. So I like, it's, it's, it's a cool thing. Anyways, let's talk about this one. So this is a, a AMC Plus product production. And it was also released on August 5th, but I was like, oh my god, so many releases. I I was, I'm not gonna lie, but I was very overwhelmed with every content that was released, with the content that was released on August 5th. So that's why I like wrote the review a couple days later. Because I because I had to um really like take a break from doing what I love, which is watching TV shows and movies and writing reviews about them, because the content was so much and honestly taking a break really cleared up my mind and, and excuse me and. It felt great to, oh, to like um, you know, get your mind all sorted out and cleared out and just just do something different. Like because I usually wake up and then I watch a movie and then write a review later. So on like on August sixth, I was like. Oh my god, I like I was really debating on on continuing this podcast on that after that day because I was like I don't want to be in a burnout again and and thank God that didn't happen but but then I was like you, you I was really like standing in front of a mu- mirror. I know it's like personal, but anyways, I was standing in t- in front of a mirror and I was talking to myself. I was like, "You've always wanted to do this, and now you're backing out." No, we're not. We're not backing out. We're not bailing. So I like motivate myself to do it. Anyways, now we're here. Um, like I said, this one has all my favorite actors and actresses. And two of them w- will be also starring in another movie, which will re- be released in September. But more on that on the September episode. Oh, yeah. It also stars my birthday twin, Frank Grillo. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, I just love this human being. I don't know. And also, um, it also stars Patrick Schwarzenegger. I mean... 
Terminator, do I have to say anything else? Then it stars Scott Bonin. He will be also playing a role in one way along with Luis Da Silva and Kevin Bacon and Storm Reed and Colson Baker aka Machine Gun Kelly and his daughter Casey Baker and who else? Did I forget anybody? A bunch of other people. And that movie, which also will be released on September 2nd. I'm very looking forward for that movie. Um. Anyways, let's continue with this one though. So this Starway is an action movie. And like I said, it's, it was originally called The Yacht because it plays on a yacht. Meaning we get to see a full day, night and day on a yacht. So yeah, but they changed it, changed it to the filmmakers, changed it to a story. This is also by uh, Saban Films. I'm, I have this feeling that Shaman Films will be releasing so much content this year. Like... Starway, One Way, um, a movie which I wrote, oh yeah, Dig, something else was by them, was it Bulletproof? It has to be Bulletproof, I'm also going to do a review on that because I'm very excited to watch Bulletproof, anyways, um, what else, what else? Yeah, it's it's a short movie. It's, it it only has an hour and four uh, twenty four minutes, but I really like the uh, the tense, somewhat anxious, somewhat mm, thrilling atmosphere, which was created by this movie and the scenery as well it was well most of the time we see ruby rose who who is this heiress on her boat with her like uh which was a birthday gift to her father uh, from her father to her and she encounters thieves and Frank Grillo is one of them. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Frank Grillo is one of them. And so she has to survive. Basically that's the so has she has to survive the night. Basically. That's the premise. And this movie was very engaging. Like you I was on the edge of my seat the whole time because you don't really know what happens next. Even though you think it's it's also one one of those kind of movies you think you know what this movie is going to be about but then you don't and those twists my jaw was dropped to the floor.
And like a huge, I would give a huge shout out to the actors and actresses and the team behind to, because they pulled such an exciting, thrilling, interesting movie under the circumstances of being in a pandemic. And one thing I really liked was that Louis really shines in this movie. Like, I the, I think the last movie I watched with him was... Uh, yeah, Fast and Furious 5. And I, yes, he had a short movie... A short role there but in this movie he really shines I, I was like this is a movie where you know he outshines everybody else even Patrick Schwarzenegger or Ruby Rose and I was really um I was really like proud and excited to see him in this role and the thing which I really liked about his role was that he, you know, he doesn't really hold up a gun and does everything with a gun, like shoots with a gun. He does so much more because usually he also plays, um, you know, bad guys, but he also plays bad, a bad guy here, but... A bad guy with a purpose and also a bad guy in a low-budget movie and he still has the skills to shine. Like, it, I was, I, I really like, I would praise him for his acting skills and being able to do so much under so little uh, like under so little time and and yeah i'm just in it all like i'm just so happy that he finally got a role where he could shine and I'm, and that's why I'm more excited for his role in one way, because I saw like, I I watched all these stories, his stories, and while they were filming, and it's intense, and to say the least, but also. I know that his role will make so much fun to watch, even. The, the the whole movie but he's he's especially his role I know I'm just so excited for this movie to come out like can it why can it be September already <laughs> anyways but anyways and I forgot my what I want to say <laughs>
Oh yeah, like I said for Lewis, that I was going through my notes. That's why I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, he did so well. Like he gave a solid performance without without really having a gun in his hand throughout the movie. He there were some scenes and there was certain lines, well, which made me so. F- which made me so happy. Like, made me not happy, but made me laugh. Like I said, I'm so excited for One Way and also for really seeing more of him. Because I'm the person, I follow an actor or an actress. And then when they get, like, bigger roles, I get so... I... I'm just, I get so proud, and then I'm like, yes, like, finally, so, yeah, that, that was the case with Lewis, this, for this movie, and also, I really like that Scott, he also was, he was scary, <laughs> at some point, I was like, um, I was really debating on fast-forwarding the movie, but, you know when they say if an actor makes you mad or if an actor makes you feel a certain way like uh, being scared or being terrified of him that just means how good of an actor he is or she is so in this case it was like Scott for me and he also plays a role in one way and also plays a bad guy in one way, so I'm really looking forward for this movie. Yeah, I I will try my best when I'm doing this review for that movie. Not to fangirl over all the actresses. <laughs> but we'll see how that will go. Anyways, like... I'll, like, after watching Bullet Train, Day Shift... And then this one, I I I have found a new favor fable for fable, huh? <laughs> um, for movies which will keep me on the edge of my seat. I I I don't know why, but that really makes me feel like that really pushes me to you know be in a certain mood for longer periods like like I said um my blood was pumping my heart was racing while watching this movie and I really liked it I don't know I I guess I'm an adrenaline junkie overall I really like this movie and I would highly recommend it for people to watch and yeah that's do I have to say anything else no yeah I really like this movie and please watch it it's a it's an experience to say the least
So before I was like before talking about the new news in movie and TV, I wanted to talk about um this new movie called Fall, which I watched yesterday, and a huge trigger warning. If you are afraid of heights, if you don't like tense, like don't like to feel your anxiety being spiked to its peak, don't watch this movie. If like I'm an anxious person, I have been suffering from this um illness for way too long, so I. I watched it and I was like, I still have goosebumps talking about it, but it's still worth a watch. So this, oh yeah, this movie is made by, it was made by a Lionsgate and it's a thriller and it, like, when I watched, uh, I always, I, I'm such a movie junkie that I am, like, subscribed to uh, certain podcasts or to most of the movie um trailer channels, like Rotten Tomatoes trailers um, on YouTube or on other p- platforms. So when I, when I was watching them, which was, which movie was, which, uh, video was it i think it was mm, new trailers this week i saw the trailer for fall and i was very i was like intrigued because this is about two best friends who want to conquer their fears and so they do like adrenaline junkie stuff so they oh yeah their 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 names are Becky and Hunter um so they find themselves they climb on a two thousand foot radio tower for the thrills, and then they are stuck. <laughs> that's the movie, but like that's the premise, not the movie um so. So this movie was released on August 12th, also on Friday, but I watched it uh, yesterday. And it stars Virginia Gardner, uh, Gardner. She was the she played the role in um Halloween, the horror franchise. And Jeffrey Dean Morgan. He no not he. She plays uh Somebody in The Walking Dead. I have never watched Walking Dead, so that's why I'm sad. I said somebody. And Mason Gooding. He plays a a teenager in a love and in a, I think Hulu. Is it Hulu? Yeah. In Hulu's a Love Victor, the spin-off series of Love Simon by Netflix. So yeah, the and uh, Jasper Cole he plays uh some a guy on Westworld the science fiction series which I'm planning on watching sometimes 
sometime this year. <laughs> and it, this movie is really PG-13, so the dialogue is like cut in most of the uh, in most of the scenes and uh, also the um what was it most of the scenes and the scenery overall and it's it's a short one it's like one an hour and 47 minutes And I really liked that the tense, thrilling um, atmosphere, which was created by the choices of um, the music in those tense scenes where we saw the girls being stuck and trying to find a way out. back like trying to find a way back down and even though it's it's even though it's like tense but like the certain things certain scenes you you really like kind of feel there maybe i just felt because i'm an empath but you feel the the dangers and you feel how the girls are feeling and also you get this very heavy feeling heavy feeling on your chest that you can't breathe because of all this the cinematography like the height and then you get to see 360 degrees of the tower and the the face expressions like wow i I am terrified by I was terrified by um Becky's face expressions because you get to see her face like really close and you really like what I really liked about this movie I can't really talk because I'm like reliving this movie while I'm talking so you got to see all of their mimics all like the angst the them being therapist them being excited at once at the beginning and then them like slowly worrying about their food situation their drink situation their where they're going to sleep how they're going to sleep 
because it's a it's a short space on that tower so you really have to calculate which one of you like you know which one of you will stay a stand the way that the other one won't tip over I I think that's really that's why I like this movie because you you got to do the math with the girls and I really I, I like like I said I like movies that make you think and use your brain <laughs> and there is some trauma here like one of them is going to or their childhood trauma is being displayed here so huge trigger warning for that aspect And the message I really liked was no matter what happens just face your fears and push yourself to you know to li- like really just survive the the night And my favorite part of this movie was the cinematography. Like it was so beautiful at especially when the day turned into the night and you got to see the sunset. I really like the camera work like but there were some shots which were up like from upward you saw the heads of the girls and there were some which were down so you saw from the platform they were standing I don't know this movie is just so magical like and even though it makes you feel all the all those bad feelings you don't want to feel like the anxiety but it's still worth it like i i can't say much about this movie besides saying watch it you will know what i'm talking about when you're watching this movie and i'm planning on watching it later today And he like the the cinematographer. I think his name was Mac Mac. What's his name again? McGregor. 
he did an amazing job by showing us the audience that how they're experiencing this and all their experiences and all their feelings and they and their will to survive you know the um the dynamic between these two and then And then um, close-ups, them struggling, them, the changes of the ropes, because they obviously climbed with ropes. And what I really liked was also when we were coming back to the cinematic cinema cinematography um was that you know when you're watching a trailer a trailer not the trailer a thriller which is this movie um the camera guys always shake the camera but I was really glad and highly appreciative that that wasn't the case here because that would have really like thrown me off the whole experience uh, of this movie so a huge thank you for mcgregor for doing that and the editing team behind it I really, like I said, like, this movie did something to me, and I don't know what, and I, at one point, I had to stop, I clicked pause, because I, my, I had a full anxiety attack while watching this movie, so after my anxiety attack went away, I had I like continued and watched it, but the afterwards I had I still had gel jelly legs, and I couldn't breathe properly because the ten the 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 tension which is created by this by everything like the cinematography the cinematography the music choices. Which also brought me back to the eighties, even though I'm a nineties baby. So, but I really liked that aspect. Anyways, I did like everything and the acting, the close-ups. I I don't know, like this is something. Like. I am really glad that I watched it. Watched it and, this movie. Like I said, it impacts 
you. It makes you question. This is like a roller coaster ride, but a different kind. And I don't want to spoil anything, so I'll end this review on here on fall, on a landscape's fall, and drink a cup of water. <laughs> so we'll talk later. And then. last segment until then watch this movie please and but watch it after listening to this podcast or segment and let me know what you thought about it i would really like to know it so I'll talk to you later Okay, so on to the news. Um, so Joker, the second installment, has a name and a and a release date. And the coolest thing for me is that Lady Gaga will play Harley Quinn in the Joker. And I can't wait, because I really liked her in House of Gucci and in uh, A Star is Born. So, and the, the name of the second installment will be Joker Foley Ado, Ado, I can't, I don't, I can't speak French. I think it's Foley Ado, I think uh, that's... um. That's also a a psychological illness. So yeah, that's but that's not the exciting part of my news. Another thing which is very it's okay, it's not that exciting. It's the second installment of Eternals will like there will be one and it doesn't have a name yet, but it will be one. I really like the first installment. I'm kind of looking forward for the second installment, to be honest. And the, now the very exciting one for me, that the, the game Pac-Man will have its live action movie which probably will be released in 2024 or 2023 and i'm really looking forward for this but i don't i i can't really i can't i don't have an i don't have a image in my head how that would look like so we'll see all together Also, what I found out that I found out that um first the the director of um 
Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul, Vince Gilli- Gilligan, he said in an interview with uh, Deadline that there won't be any more shows in the Breaking Bad uh, universe after Better Call Saul. And I'm kind of sad because I really liked both shows. But on to some... Some... Some okay-ish news because Disney Plus has announced that there will be increasing the price to, I think, from 9.9... $9.99 to $10.99 in uh, December of uh, 2022 and it will have a ad-based plan as well this will be called uh, Disney Plus Basic and and this will launch on December as well this year but it will be costing 7.99 on a yearly basis so i don't have disney plus but in in europe it's you can um book disney plus with your amazon prime um channel so i'm planning on doing that and also it's not that expensive it's like i think nine or seven euros i don't know anyways but i I don't what do you guys think about it like do you do you like it or do you do you think that you will be boycotting Disney Plus because of the ads another thing which I found out was the fact that um, the CEO of DC Detective Comics another theory which I, I it's a theory so it's like a rumor more like Um, it's, well, the rumor is saying that the reason why the CEO of, um, not Warner, of DC, Detective Comics, will not release that girl and the second installment of the animated movie of a Scooby-Doo scoop two because their first one was released 2021 is because of text reasons so I think in California when it when something costs to think less what was it nine no it's like when something costs um less than 600 
million uh, production wise or budget wise you can't write you can't write it off no you can't write it off so i think that's what there's the the rumors are saying that's why he did it so he could like get more money from the government so and because of uh, so, so he had to pull it off i'm still sad by that like, i was so looking forward and because of that he also stopped the development for the projects following harley quinn season four peacemaker season two black canary um the birds of prey spin-off and jj abrams constantine blue beetle zatan zatania zatana and then amanda waller green lantern joker oh hey the second joker <laughs> this joker the follow the doll and this is titans it's not like they didn't write it like they didn't cancel it but they stopped well not stopped they slowed down the development for those shows i mentioned along with supergirl green lantern corpse superman jj abrams abrams superman static shock and that's it another thing that i found out was that uh, the fourth installment of uh, john wick will be the longest film in this franchise yet also this is the the um the director i think david leach was he said that to the um news reporter news reporter magazine called collider collider so he he sat down and did an interview and then he said that uh, and i quote he said this movie is essentially done there's probably another few weeks of tweaking overall then we look then we <laughs> oh my god then we lock picture and we are about music sound and the effect so it's pretty pretty much done and this will be released also in 2023 but i forgot when i think fall spring something like that um what else there was something else Oh yeah, I yeah, I 
So the second installment of Joker will be released on October 4th, 2024 in the US. And I don't know. Like, I am really excited, but I can't wait that long (laughs) for it. Okay. Oh yeah, there was something else. So, um, I mean, it it was like foreseen because the because the second installment of Top Gun has officially surpa- surpassed Marvel's Infinity War, uh, Marvel's Avengers Infinity War, on the box box office. With 700 million. Wow. Like. I watched it. And I watched it again. And I get why. I can't believe they did the flight scenes. Like they... All of the flight scenes were real and no CGI. Oh, and that, yeah, and there was this sad news. I mean, sad for me <laughs> because um, Star Wars' Endor would, like I said, you know, when I talked about it in my watch list for August, would be released on August 31st. But because of the release of um HBO Max's uh, House of Dragon, House of Dragon, House of Dragon, the spin-off of Game of Thrones, um, because of that they didn't want to like risk it, so Endor will be released on September twenty first. 
I also like like to read stuff on the spot. So now I'm reading a news by Screen Rent, and I just found out that Jordan, Jor- not Jordan, <laughs> Jordan Peele has teased some ideas for his upcoming movie after Nope. And he said... I didn't know that. It's saying that Jordan Peele uh, produced Candyman, the horror movie, obviously. Okay, wow. And he also said that his upcoming film movie, Honk for... Honk... Hunk for Jesus, Save Your Soul will be released in September, I think this year. Like after, nope. I Also what I did was all this weekend was I watched so many reviews of nope. And read so many reviews of Nope. So, because people, including me, don't or can't put Nope into one thing. So, it's not horror, not just horror. It's not horror, it's horror. It's comedy, it's basically a love letter to the film industry, to the filmmaking itself. And and honestly, like I I when when I I've seen it three times by now. And every single time I was looking for for connections between Get Out, Us, and Nope. So, uh, but I couldn't find any. Well, besides the fact, you know, the, it's filled with black actors and actresses. So, and... So I'm I'm like still on the hunt to find anything uh, which is connected with those movies. I I mm, I mentioned earlier. And also to go back to my fall review, I forgot to say. 
that there is some animal cruelty so huge trigger warning for that as well yeah i think that's it but there was something else i wanted to say Yeah, found it in my notes. So, the fourth installment of Kung Fu Panda is in development. Well, Pixar's. No, not Pixar's. It's DreamWorks. DreamWorks is in development for uh, 2024. And I really liked all the all four installments, but my favorite has to be the third installment with the ghosts i really like those so i am going to watch it when it comes when it comes out okay that's it. so this was this segment I don't know why, but it cut off. So, was a, what I wanted to say was I am so so excited for all upcoming movies and tv shows which i couldn't find many tv shows like news on them but more i found more on the movie side anyways so i would like to close this podcast with a with saying i simply just so thankful i'm so thankful for you for every single one of you guys and i i really appreciate all the messages i get from you and recommendations so keep them coming and and that's it for today's episode thank you so much for tuning in i'll see you guys and talk to you next sunday meaning next week and for those who really would like to reach out to me you can follow me on instagram at movie reviews with serene 
You can also contact me and read my reviews on my blog called Movie Reviews to Serene. And I would highly appreciate and it would also mean the world to me if you guys left the review on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, even on Anchor or or would subscribe to my podcast and to my to my um and uh followed my account both accounts on my movie blog and my Instagram account once again it's movie reviews with Serene and I'm just thankful honestly I'm just thankful for you that you take your time out of your day and go on my social media and read what I have to say and or even listen to this and I was trying to make it a short episode but I wanted to say everything that I had planned and I will be talking to you like I said on Sunday and I hope that you'll have an amazing Sunday a relaxing Sunday and that you really get to spend time with your loved ones. Honestly, the movies I've watched this week really like make me even more appreciative of my family and friends. So, yeah, that's it. I will talk to you soon. Have a great day. Bye.